Well, hello, and welcome to this episode of More Like Him, a podcast about everyday moments with God. Tonight, I am speaking with my dear friend, Naomi Pike, and Naomi and I only met like two and a half years ago, but it really feels like it's been forever that we've known each other. She is a great encourager. She is a genuine and faithful friend. She is a really thoughtful, practical friend. And she is a great encouragement just in every way with real life stuff. You get your kids to bed on time, she'll cheer you on. You make lunches for a day at school, she'll cheer you on. It's such a blessing to share life with gnomes. I really love her sense of humor. I love that she takes great joy in every opportunity she has to be with God's people. And I love watching how God is growing her and using her in new and just really encouraging ways. Gnomes is married to Anthony and they have three beautiful kids. He is also fabulously funny and also enjoys being with the people of God. And tonight it is a great, great blessing to be able to chat to her about how she first came to know who Jesus was. So, Gnomes, thanks for being here with us. Oh, you're welcome. That was quite a wrap. <laughs> Very easy to give. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how did you come to know who Jesus is? Yeah, so I was, yeah, I guess I grew up in a Christian home. So Jesus has always been a part of my life. My dad is a minister. So yeah, Jesus was in a lot of what we did and how we did life as ministers' kids. So I was blessed to have wonderful parents who really modelled Jesus' love and grace. And I, I guess we went to lots of youth camps and I would say it was probably one of those camps that I committed my life to Jesus. So. Mm, yeah. And what was the thing that needed to change for you to live as a Christian then? If you'd grown up in a Christian family and been a part mm. of ministry and church life for a long time, was there something in particular that needed to change? Yeah, I reckon um, dependence, so actually depending on God. So I knew all about God and, like, I trusted him, but, I mean, it's something that I still struggle with. But just, yeah, depending on him, like, it's so easy to try and do things in my own strength. And I think Mm. just realising from that time, like, I need to depend on him. Yeah, not just try and do things on my own. So where did you start with that? What did that look like to start depending on God? Um, I think. Just even like actually being like intentional about asking God to help me do things, even just simple things like just help me to do today. Like, you know, um, help me to, you know, walk with me today as I do X, Y, Z. Or, you know, I know how that is for me in my life now. The kids that sometimes it's like, Lord, just please give me the strength to, you know, to make the lunches or, you know, yeah. like I'm really tired, but it's like, I know that I can't do this in my own strength because I've had like three hours sleep. Mm. So I guess it's just, it's kind of that crying out to him and just like really asking like, what I need you. I think try to remember that rather than just doing it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. So taking every opportunity to involve him in your walk. Yeah. 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 And trying to spend time with him, I guess, as well, which, again, is a challenge with kids. But, yeah. (laughs) I feel like I talk about this with a lot of people, but spending time with God is something that has to change with you in each different season of life because there's just different things that you're able to do at different times. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's trying to figure out what that looks like and being Mm -hmm. okay with that. Like, this is where I'm at now. They're still being intentional, but just knowing it might not be that you can read like a whole chapter of the Bible. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Like, it might just look a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So then how has growing in your dependence of God affected your life as a whole? Yeah. So I think, I think often I look back on my life and what's happened in the 36 years. And um, I just think there are things that I've done and achieved that I don't think I would have been able to do if I didn't depend on God. Like, Mm. you know, finishing my uni degree, like I was going through a really tough time at that time. And I sometimes think I, I really only got through that by, you know, God's grace and depending on him you know, moving multiple times as an adult on my own to places where I did not know anyone. Mm. Um, And yeah, someone that like has struggled with anxiety and things like that, like that that wasn't an easy thing to do, but it was, yeah, I had to depend on it, right? Like, you know, depend on God to walk with me (laughs) as Mm. I moved and try to make new friends and start a new job. Mm. Um, So yeah, think about that. And just even I reflect now, like I'm finding since having kids, like it's, I've kind of lost that dependence, like, because mm. I, we're in that world of, like, I feel like as a parent you have to try and do, like, I don't know, in society's like, you have to do it all and, like, you know, and so I find that I think that if I don't do it all and I don't have control and do everything in my own strength, then I'm not a good enough mum. Mm. Um, and so I think, like, it's something that I've just been reflecting on lately, going, like, I need to get back to depending on God. Like I don't actually need to try and do this all in my own strength. Like Mm. I've got God with me. So yeah, that's just something I've been challenged about lately. Mm. And I can imagine that that's one that you're not going to just like nail first go and then you've got it for the rest of your life. You might go through seasons where you're doing really well at applying that and then other times where, yeah, you need to keep digging deep to make it happen. Yeah. And I think even like being married and having a husband, like sometimes it's just easy to try and depend on him, right? Mm. Instead of God. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I've got to remember like, no, God first. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good question to keep asking ourselves, I guess, like a, kind of a spiritual health check question of who do you depend on first in your life at the moment? Yeah. So then Um, How have you seen God working through your life and impacting you since then, since becoming a Christian? Oh, like 100%. There have been so many different ways that I can see how God's been working in me and through me. Mm. Um, But I'd I'd say there's one in particular that kind of really sticks out to me and is, is significant for me, and that was in my university days. So I went off to uni in the grip of an eating disorder. And I, yeah, I was still really struggling with it. And I chose a university that was a thousand kilometers away from home and I didn't know anyone. Um, but I look at it and I think God had it all sorted. Like, you know, my mm. poor parents were like, oh, moving a thousand kilometers away. But, you know, we look back now and we think, yeah, God knew, like God was going to look after us. So I got into this college accommodation. It was with the Anglican church there on campus and I had an amazing supportive group of housemates. The head of college was amazing. And I also just found an amazing church family, like who literally carried me. And I think that was just God. And yeah, God provided an amazing doctor. So um, at the time I saw the doctor at the university and she was a Christian. So like, again, that was Mm. a real blessing. But then they sort of cut funding. I think it was maybe early on, like sort of during my first year. But she obviously um, being a doctor, was able to be like, I know a doctor that would be really good for you. Um, so mm. I can't see you anymore. 
but this doctor is actually really hard to get into but obviously mm. she could use her little you know connections <laughs> um, I know yeah connections and um, so I saw this doctor who's really skilled in eating disorders had a passion for it and particularly in rural areas because I was in a rural area at mm. university she gathered an amazing team of like a dietitian and psychologist and she was also friends with my course coordinator. So that was really helpful too. <laughs> yeah, so just cool. like really amazing. Like how, you know, God just had it all sorted. You look at that and you think, yeah, like I can only think someone bigger than myself had to be in control of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. And just, yeah, the amazing family from church people that would care for me and sacrifice so much for me. Like I spent a chunk of time at the hospital there when I was around my 21st birthday mm. um, and I just kind of have hit, hit, hit rock bottom and just the way that people looked after me and God cared for me. Um, that was a real turning point for me. So yeah, it's just, just amazing to think about, yeah, how God's in control and has things sorted. Even when you think, no, nah, like how is this even going to get better? Mm. Or is everything going to be okay? Mm. Um, but, you wouldn't expect that. Yet traveling a thousand kilometers away would kind of be like a turning point, right? Yeah. Um, and to a place where I didn't know anyone. Like, if anything, yeah, as I said, my parents were like, is this going to really work and be okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there was this one Christian lady, like, there was many of them, but I just remember when I was in the hospital, there was this one lady who came and saw me every single day and just sat with me for a bit. And so I think she really showed God's love for me. And mm-hmm. that was a real impact with me. And I guess. Through that, there's been opportunities that I've been able to, I guess, help other people and be encouragement to them mm. um, because, you know, people are like, oh, I know someone that's had an eating disorder and, like, recovered. Like, and so I've been able to chat to people and help people that have struggled before. So I can see that that's a way that God's then been able to use me to try and shine his light and love to mm. others. Yeah, I I love just the great blessing of seeing how no moment is wasted in God's plan mm. and just yeah. how you can see that those things you go through where you're like, seriously, like, I don't know how this fits into your plan, God. This just feels really <laughs> awful. But then down the track, you can look back and go, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 It's a, yeah. So I guess that will always, yeah, that's what will always be a significant thing for me. Yeah. So what's your greatest joy in being a Christian then? Um, knowing that I'm never alone. So wherever I go and whatever I do, God is with me. Mm. And also knowing that there is a God who loves me so, so much and that my worth and identity is in him and not other things. Which is like we so I still so easily forget that in my humanness. Like yeah. <laughs> I still have my moments where I try and put my worth and identity in other things but yeah just knowing that there is somebody uh, bigger than me that loves me and cares about me and I think also just the family that you obtain with having brothers and sisters in Christ yeah like because I have moved around a bit on my own like I've just church family's been really important like I just often think if I didn't have church to go to like that's the one thing that kind of helped me to settle in (laughs) I try and find a church, try a church out and mm-hmm. um, and then just people that become your family and take you under your wing and look after you because, you know, yeah, they're your brother and sister in Christ and being able to then love them back and serve them. Yeah. There's a reason why um, so many Christian weddings are so big 
And it's because yep. you gain such immense family when you become a Christian and you're a part of a church family and, you know, they're, they're not your blood maybe, but they're certainly so important and valuable and, you know, give so much to each other. It's an amazing gift. Mm. Yeah, I definitely had that problem. <laughs> I had like a family <laughs> friends list and there was like... <laughs> yeah you just don't need to separate the list you just need to be like they're all coming <laughs> yeah yeah in times where things have been hard do you have a verse that you lean on in particular yes yeah, so i have a couple but yeah in particular my all-time favorite is the joy of the lord is my strength from nehemiah so you know, you might be going through really, really hard times that it, it might not seem joyous and that's okay. You don't have to feel joyful in that sense. But just the fact that knowing that God is with me and he is my strength, like I can find joy and peace in that. So, yeah, when I'm having those really tough days, even just tough days as a mom and you're just like, that's right. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Like, you know, I'm, like it, so I guess it also helps me to remember to depend on him. Yeah. Um, and when I depend on him, that's where I find that joy, right? Like, just mm. that, yeah doing it with him um so that's just an ultimate favorite of mine and then the other one is my grace is sufficient for you Mm. um, in corinthians i think yeah obviously they're just little snippets of it but um just again you know i'm very good at beating up on myself quite easily and a perfectionist and so just like just trying to remind myself that like no god's grace is sufficient for me yeah that's a yeah that's a good one. It, it's very, very easy for us to be hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one where I love to just remind myself that often the grace um, that God's given us is shown through other people. So mm-hmm. when you're talking with someone else and they say, oh, you're being really hard on yourself, sometimes you actually do need to listen to that and just hear that, yeah, yeah maybe maybe this is a moment where God's grace is being, you know, prodded and, push towards me in someone else's words. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you were speaking to someone who doesn't know Jesus at the moment and you were going to give them one piece of encouragement, what would it be? Um, just to come find out more about him. Like it's obligation free. Like um, God's given us choice. Like even though sometimes, you know, people think that God's, you know, like do this, do that kind of thing. But like actually like, he gives us choice. We can choose to follow him or not to follow him. Obviously, there's consequences, but just like you are free to choose and God has given us that choice. So just come check it out. Come and mm. hear for yourself who Jesus is and, yeah, find out for yourself because, you know, we all have a, our own personal relationship with God. So mm. um, I just I feel like you, you don't really have much to lose, <laughs> more to gain by coming to check him out. So. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you would only lose the time that you spend in it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you're right. That's that's not much. We lose a lot of time to Netflix. Yeah, that's true. Or Facebook. <laughs> that, that's true too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I think the thing I like about that reminder too is also like you don't even have to go into a church where you might be worried that you won't feel welcome. Mm. You, you can just pick up the Bible or you can listen to the Bible or you can – you know, listen to a Christian podcast or read a Christian book and just be open-hearted and open-minded. Yeah. 
So how has all of the stuff that you've gone through then, you've talked about being in a ministry family and dealing with an eating disorder and moving around to rural areas and then being part of a church family. How has this, um, and being a mum as well, (laughs) how has all of this helped you to be more like Jesus? Oh, I think through all of it, like God is just constantly refining me. Like he, that's how he refines us, right? And just yeah. really helps to, like in every season of our life, like he's, he's working in us and through us to grow us, to be more like him. And, you know, like, and I think, you know, I even think like that's how he reminds us to be dependent on him and to be mm-hmm. obedient and all those things. But like, I know for me right now, I feel like parenting is like a big one where, you know, trying to figure out how to be a parent to these small children and I just really think that God's teaching me to be more like him in patience and Mm -hmm. love for my kids and I often think about how like sometimes I can feel really frustrated with my child or my children one of them three Mm -hmm. of them um Mm -hmm. and um and I just think how many times have we been through this and yeah. we're still not listening or whatever it is. And then I think that's probably how God feels about me sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, like, Naomi, why are you not like depending on me or listening mm-hmm. to me or trusting me? You know, you're just, you keep trying to do it yourself or you keep believing other things like, you know. Um, and so I think this even reminded me that it's like, yeah, that's actually like, I need to be patient and gracious and loving to my kids and remember that like, Sometimes they just need constant reminding because like we are human. Mm. Um, but to do that in a way that's gracious and loving and, and patient with them because, yeah, I shouldn't always expect them to just get it straight away. Ah, <laughs> mm. uh, That's a massive challenge and you're so right. Like I have no <laughs> doubt that that is one of the griefs that God has to deal with every second of the day. <laughs> Is seeing how his children, who he loves, just haven't quite gotten it yet and need reminding again. Yeah. But but in his grace, he does it, which is amazing. He does. Yeah. 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 And I think part of being a Christian is like, I think people think once you're a Christian, like it's all sorted, but like actually it's not. Mm. Like you, you've just made that choice to follow God and to trust him and you've been saved, but I think God's... Con- like constantly refining us and like once we've sort of worked through one sin I feel like mm-hmm. just another one <laughs> yep I think so <laughs> um so you're just continuing to do it like mm. I think I remember I heard a speaker say oh I'm 70 something and you know and I've been a Christian for like you know 40 years or whatever but God's still like you know I'm still being reminded of my sin daily yeah. <laughs> absolutely i mean he keeps talking about it you know our relationship with him in terms of life right and every living thing keeps growing and changing and keeps developing and our relationship with him is certainly no different yeah absolutely yeah well thank you so much for sharing with us tonight about your relationship with jesus and how you came to know him and how he's been working in you and changing you I hope that if you've been listening, that you've been really encouraged and maybe reminded of some people who played a really key role in your life. And it might be in a hard moment like it was for gnomes, or it might be in an amazing moment where you had some people who shared your life and shared the journey that God had you on in just a beautiful way. 
that exemplified his love and his patience and his grace. It certainly sounds like there are some people who have filled just such an important place in Gnomes' life and we thank God for them tonight. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Gnomes. Oh, thank you. It's been a privilege. (laughs) You're welcome. And to those of you who've been listening, take care and we'll speak again soon.